13 years in a row, ranking Arizona's best referral network, rosieonthehouse.com. Protecting you, informing you, and educating you. It's Rosie on the House. It is. On a beautiful Saturday morning, Rosie on the House, every Arizona homeowner's happy place. Now we're here to inform, protect, and entertain you on each and every topic having to do with your maintenance, repair, or modeling of your house, home, castle, or cabin. Voted Arizona's number one homeowner resource and contractor referral for 14 years running. Don't even think about touching your house till you touch base with Rosie on the house. And here's how you do that. Right now, this morning, you give us a call at one 767 4348. Call screeners. My wife, sweet Jennifer, will take the call and we'll get you on air to ask your question and get you your answer just as quick as we can. Allow me the privilege of putting my 48 years of experience building and remodeling Arizona homes to work for you. 1 767 4348. That's 1 Rosie, R O S I E, the number four. And the letter U, one triple eight Rosie for you. Whether you're a newcomer to Arizona or been here all your life, no matter where you are or what you want to do, there's probably a good chance I've already done it once or twice. Let me put my experience to work for you, and I promise you, if I haven't, then I know somebody who has, and I can get you in touch with just the right person. And it's the 9 o'clock hour, our on-the-house hour. We spend this hour talking about something specifically on your home, castle, or cabin. And you can join the conversation at one 767 4348 That's one 888 rosie you. This hour, we're on the topic of solar. Solar, and we'll also be talking about backup uh, power generators and stuff like that, just because Mr. Randy Cole from Fox Valley Electric and Solar is in studio and has just completed a fabulous uh, I won't say bulletproof because somebody could probably still go shoot the generator. But <laughs> you want to talk about being completely uh, independent should you need your own power supply. He's got quite an amazing setup and a number of different ways to accomplish that. But we're primary talking, primarily talking solar today and the myths that circle around the industry. It's probably, I, I won't say a new industry but I mean when you're talk when you're comparing it against masonry, <laughs> framing, painting, roofing and the construction world, it's a newer still developing industry and uh, not uh, not all solar panels or solar companies are created equal. True. Yeah, I you can say that there's a lot of um, a lot of differences between different companies and just like I think in any industry the uh, important thing is to find somebody that you can trust that's uh, that's an honest and reputable company. The appeal to solar, uh, well, free electricity. Free electricity? To, well, I mean, that's the appeal, you know, uh, that uh, we're, we, we would be living in our home uh, not paying a utility bill every month with all the electricity we need to run all of our modern conveniences and we, we wanted to kind of deal with some of the myths of the solar industry today. You know, one of the first myths is solar only works when the sun is shining. Let's talk about that. 
Well, when the sun is shining, obviously it's, you have a great day for solar. If you have a cloudy day, you're going to get a reduction in your in your production of solar. But yes, it still works. And it can work. Um, I mean, as, as I recall, it was about five or six years ago, the state with the highest percentage of solar, residential solar utilization in the country, it was like New Hampshire. Yeah. <laughs> That's funny, isn't it? <laughs> I mean, here when, we are. Here we are. Arizona, when, New Mexico, Southern California, Colorado, Utah, and New Hampshire had the highest percentage. Well, when you have a state that's smaller than any one of our counties, but as a percentage, <laughs> as a percentage, they had more people engaged in solar residential consumption than any other state in the union. Uh, we ought to be able to beat them. I think we can. A lot of um, a lot of that kind of those statistics are policy driven. It seems so. You know, as policies change in one state or jurisdiction, it seems that solar has an ability to take hold faster. Well, that's for sure. There's there's sure been a litany of uh, incentives: manufacturer, utility company, uh, government, local, state, federal, uh, a, a whole basket of different choices that have been thrown in there to try and drive the solar industry a little bit. Correct. Yeah, I think right now the government's subsidy or tax credits are your biggest driver right now. And we're currently at what, about 28%, 26%? 26. And they have a bill going, trying to go through Congress now to move it back to 30. Oh, really? Hmm. Okay. Well, how about, how about what have solar panels done in the way of efficiency, Randy, over the last 10 or 15 years or 20 years? Well, just like anything, I guess, uh, computers and all that, they've really, really quadrupled. The technology's taken off. It's gotten cheaper. It's lots of competition in solar panel manufacturing. So the panels are 20% more efficient than they ever were. They're 19 to 20% compared to the 1% or 2% they were originally, and, and that's really what makes them so much more useful. And, and people... People get upset with me for a lot of things. <laughs> um, I have half the listeners get upset with me because I'm not a big enough solar supporter. I get I have the other half of peop, uh, the listeners are mad at me because I'm too big a solar supporter. Um, but I feel like kind of the incentives that were introduced to drive the industry did a lot to accelerate the technology and those efficiencies. I think that's a good investment. Oh, it is. It's a it's a very good investment. Solar is a, is a terrific investment for any homeowner. And when you're talking about efficiency, just, you know, to, to sit there and contemplate just what power the sun really has, because it's a ball, it's a sphere. It's shooting off that energy, you know, in every single direction all the time. And the earth only gets 0.2% <laughs> of the sun's energy yeah, that ever hits the surface of, of the earth. And we can take that and channel it and power our homes. That's it's phenomenal. <laughs> phenomenal is the word I'm looking for. Thank you. <laughs> yeah, it's it's really exciting stuff uh, when you start getting into the technology of it and and the benefits of it. It's 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 exciting. You know, I'd like to encourage the listeners if you're contemplating solar. Romy and I have looked at solar for 20 years, and there are only very few rosy certified solar contractors in the state of Arizona. It is an industry rampant with people that will misguide you to get you to overinvest in equipment. Now, Randy, this started at Rosie on the House 
just about three weeks ago, we had the Registrar of Contractors here. And uh, the article that we were publishing that week talked about being very careful about some of the sales tactics that the solar industry as a whole tends to use. Cold calling. Now they've even gotten to the point where they'll send representatives to your house unsolicited and take pictures of your service entrance section, your electric panel, and then come back tomorrow with a solar proposal? You've never asked for it. You were never inquiring about it. And now you're getting a package delivered to you. Um, so we spent a whole hour with the registered contractors just kind of bringing people up to date that this is one of the new tactics, that you'll, you'll get offers and you'll get complete solicitations uh, and proposals made out for your address that you never even called and asked for. Yeah, that's that's a it's mind blowing, really. Um, you'd sent me an example of that, and I didn't even believe it. I hadn't heard of it being possible, but I I did some research. I talked to some of the members on our team that that are more involved in things, and and they told me about how that's possible. It's just it's uh, hard to believe. Well, it is, uh, and I want to cover that case in particular in a, in a, a little while. But you see a lot of commercials right now about free solar power. Yeah, um, it, it's that's that's misleading, to say the least. You're being kind. <laughs> <laughs> we we get calls uh, uh, from time to time, people calling up and asking about the free solar programs, um, and there it there just isn't one. I like to look at it like renting versus buying. When, when you're renting a home versus buying a home, almost everybody is in a position where they understand the, the benefits of buying the home and, and building some equity. And renting your power from, from a power company or any other source of power versus buying your own power is, is one way that I look at it. Well, one of the, one of the companies out there commercially um, advertising heavily right now talks about the fact that government will, will pay for your solar system. Uh, it's a free system. Uh, you you need to call us and talk about it. Uh, what what are they driving at? What what, are, what data? What information? What are they manipulating that they can make that stand and the attorney general doesn't shut them down? Well, I'm surprised they don't get shut down. But the free solar system, as far as I, I can only think that they're playing off the tax credits. The government will help you pay for your solar system with a 26% tax credit. So the government is paying for your solar system to some degree, a, a fourth of it, but not the whole thing. And it's never free. It can't be. Uh, people will also advertise that the utility company pays for your solar system. And if you use a play on words, then I think that's true. If you pay $300 a month to the utility and now you pay 260 for your solar payment, you're saving $40 a month. Essentially, is the utility paying for your solar in a way? But it's not. It's, it's very misleading. If you'd like to join the conversation, it's one 767 4348 That's one rosie you. We're joined in studio with our Rosie on the House certified partner, Randy Cole, Fox Valley Electric and Solar, talking solar mist and any solar questions you may have. We've got a couple text questions that will uh, get stacked up and rifle through here, probably after bottom of the hour news, and do a, a rapid fire and, and rifle through these questions. And when we come back, Randy, I want to talk specifically about the 
the, the true life case I sent you, Randy's assessment is this unsolicited solar proposal for this homeowner was overpriced by at least 50%. So we want y'all to be careful when you're dealing with the solar industry. We'll be back here at Rosie on the House. We got a rock on to Electric Avenue. And then we'll take it higher. Oh, we got a rock on to Electric Avenue. And then we'll take it higher. Oh, no. We got a text from a gentleman that wants to know about the solar panels that double as roofing tiles. And uh, have you had any experience with those? We personally have not. We don't install them. We don't offer them. Uh, I don't know anybody that does. And all the major installers that I know of don't use them. Um, I've heard that they get warm, and I've heard that some have been installed and then henceforth removed. So I, I don't know how useful they are here in our area. I, I don't know. I know that was one of the things that Elon Musk was looking at years and years ago, but I haven't heard anything from that channel. Uh, it seems it's all either. gone to his focus has shifted to electric vehicles. But we had the opportunity to broadcast at a subdivision being built by Toll Brothers and kind of between the Care, Carefree and Phoenix area along Dynamite, and they had installed those. So I got a note here to follow up and see if those panels are still in existence. But uh, they, they did not do the entire roof. They only did a few rows of tile. And when we were talking about it, they just said, well, if there's ever a problem, it would take so much work to take all these, every individual panel tile off than just removing your basic concrete or clay tile because it's all got to be connected and hooked up and wires. And, like, you know, we, we need to be able to access the roof to maintain the waterproofing right. integrity, and we can't do that if it's with all these electrical components tied together. So I think the concept is interesting, but we're yeah. better off going with the panels. <laughs> One of the things, too, about solar is is if you have it designed improperly, you're going to spend too much money if you have too much system. So you want to design the system with just enough, but if you put way too much, then you're, you're wasting money. And so that's why you wouldn't do an entire roof with solar panels you know, instead, of, instead of any other roofing because you're wasting money. I'm sure those solar panel roof tiles are quite a bit more expensive than a regular one. And the, when you are tied into the grid with a solar panel, the solar company is only going to give you credits for what your home uses. So everything you overproduce that goes back into the grid, you're not getting – they're not writing you a check for that extra. <laughs> That's right. Yeah, it's not <laughs> that a extra, yeah, so, it's not a money generator in that poor position. Yes. So you're you're never going to get paid by the utility company. So we've got a Shane in Mesa that has a question for us as well on solar. Welcome to the program, Shane. How can we help you? Hey, good morning, guys. Thanks for taking my call. Um, so I get hit up I don't know, once or twice a week at least for different solar companies. I'm pretty sure it has to do with the company I went through my mortgage with. So I live on a golf, a small golf course here in East Mesa. I've got a single wide mobile home, but I've got almost a quarter acre of property. And I keep getting the calls from the guys saying, you know, hey, uh, we can do the solar, this and this and that. They come out. They spend, you know, an hour with me, the one guy did. And then he's like, oh, yeah, well, we can't do it on a, on a single wide after all. So is that something that is just not going to be able to happen with a single wide i have like an addition on each side but it's still considered a single wide 
And if that's not an option, then is there some kind of like a deck or something I can build that would hold the weight? I know these solar panels could be, uh, I guess, pretty heavy. Yeah, that's that's for sure. Uh, you could always put a ground mount in on your property. They, we sell ground mounts that uh, we can install, and then those can hold the solar panels. You can put shade structures that can hold the solar panels. Um, that's one thing that we do a lot of is, is see a lot of is, is shade structures because who can't use more shade anyway? Yeah, that's okay. Cool. Uh, I'd like to get some more information from you guys. I'll, I'll be listening. All right, Shane. Well, we appreciate it, and definitely with that quarter acre, you've got room to do those uh, ground mounts, or like you said, shade. Who couldn't use more shade? That's a <clears throat> much better application for solar than I think roofing. You know, you a lot of these parking lots, schools, uh, grocery centers. You know, they're they're converting instead of uh, I've even seen a few churches instead of a metal shade parking cover it's all solar panel and i think that's a much better use than trying to double it as a roof use it as a shade structure let's go back um to warning people about some of the tactics others in the solar industry use and i'd like to make sure i'm clarifying uh romy and i have had the opportunity to review virtually not every solar company in arizona but most of them uh, and we've only certified two and there's a good reason. It's because a lot of them don't do a fair analysis. And they oversell you and they underperform. Randy, what's the first thing you look at when someone contacts you? Should I even consider solar? What analysis do you take the property and the family through? Well, we want to see what we can do as far as where the, the panels can be located there's ways to locate them efficiently and inefficiently. And, and sometimes you see them on north-facing sides of the house that are inefficient. And maybe they're there because there's no place to put them on, the, on other sections of the home. But if that's the case, they're going to be inefficient. Uh, sometimes shading from trees or chimneys or other pipes or structures on the roof will shade the panels in parts of the day that, that reduce their uh, production levels. And... Uh and a, and a solar salesman that's interested in the sale, not so much the homeowner, could skew projected performance of the panels, projected utility rate increases, and juggle the numbers to make it look appealing. Absolutely. We, it's we easy come across to do. That. Yeah, yeah, we come it, across that all the time. And, and they think they're getting a system that's going to produce this much power, and it doesn't. Never does. All right. We'll be back after this, y'all. If you're contemplating getting into a new set of wheels, let me ask you a question. Why wouldn't you go to the largest dealership in Arizona that also is the most award-winning dealership in all of America? And they're located right here in Maricopa County in Glendale on 51st Avenue, Sanderson Ford. You don't win the Ford Motor Presidential Award as many times as they won it without doing a whole lot of things right. If you want to take a look at Sanderson Ford and you're, you're contemplating where should I go shop, just go to their website, SandersonFord.com, and look at the reviews of the people who have bought there. I recently had to 
place an order for a few more vehicles. My daughter is upgrading her vehicle. And we don't even think twice about shopping anywhere else. We all go straight to Glendale, to Sanderson Ford. If you ever do and you ever buy, you will always thank me and you'll never buy anywhere else. It's Sanderson Ford. 51st Avenue in Glendale, but if car buying's on your to-do this weekend, it's got to be today. Never open on Sundays. We're joined with Randy Cole of Fox Valley Electric and Solar, and we have a couple more uh, homeowner inquiries. We do have additional talking points that we'll get to, but we want to make sure, first and foremost, we answer the questions of you, the Arizona homeowner, whatever you're calling or texting about. Uh, One texter wants to know, uh, could you dedicate a solar system to operate your pool? Just specifically the pool. You could. Hang on. Let me get your mic on. There you go. You can. We uh, we would actually recommend that you put a solar system on your home and include the pool usage in that system. You're going to save more money. You're going to have a better overall product. So we appreciate the text. And uh, a gentleman that's a in, uh, insurance fire protection engineer specializing in renewables and wildfire Uh Sin is going to find a link for us, but he said when we were talking about the solar panels that were doubling as roof tiles, that there was a subdivision in Northern California that tried to do that and quit because of all the fires it was creating on the rooftops of these homes. So, you know, it's great concept, which is not there yet. If, if you're looking to go solar, don't try and double it as your roofing tile. Do it separate. We've got Jay in Phoenix. Next on the line, who has solar and has a question about how to operate it with his air conditioning. Good morning, Jay. Good morning. How are you guys doing? Very good. Thank you. Awesome. Yeah, I do have solar, a two-story house, and I was told to leave my air conditioning on basically 24-7 at a certain degree and just kind of leave it. And I have smart thermostats, and they said, oh, you don't have to worry about that, just just leave it on and you're good to go. And I don't know if that's the actual case or if there's a better way to be more efficient and save more money. Well, even with solar, you probably have a, um, a peak time period and that's when you're going to use, you're going to be charged more for your power. If you can reduce your power during that peak, it's, it's helpful. Okay. Yeah. They told me that just leave it on throughout the whole day at, at whatever degree you feel comfortable at. And I guess there's some regulator on there, too, to keep it from over overusing some of the energy. So I didn't know if that was... Sounds like a home uh, energy sense. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> it, it, it sounds like you're being told the right thing to do based on the fact the equipment that's been installed. <laughs> but So I, I want to be very careful answering this question because if you don't have that advanced home management computer... That's not true, but what he's what the way he set up, I think it's true. But, but who's your power provider, Jay? So I have SRP. Yeah, I got yeah. it. Yeah. Uh, yeah. Okay. All right. Um, given it's SRP, given you have an energy management computer, you can. And I, I guess the other thing I want to ask him is in the middle of summer. Uh, what kind of energy consumption are you experiencing? But I, I think you've been given the correct information. <laughs> it sounds like it to me. 
but but without that energy management computer you can still with solar manipulate the time of use uh, power plans from the power providers that's correct or you can use batteries to output during those peak peak time periods yeah absolutely now let's talk a little bit about uh, a case in point uh, we knew you were coming in to talk solar and and uh, a, a friend of the show uh, reached out to me and said uh, i was not even considering solar someone knocked on my door asked to take a picture of my electric panel and they left the next day they came back with a solar proposal rosie what do you think so i looked at it i fell on the floor I sent it to you. I said, this is a perfect example of why the solar industry has such a bad name. <laughs> and I agree. It's, 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 a, it's a shame what they were trying to do to this homeowner. Unsolicited, bring to them a solar panel proposal that was overpriced by at least 50%. Yeah, I agree. Uh, the, the, if the... If there's one thing that you need to be the most concerned about is, is honesty. You need an honest solar provider that's not going to lie to you and be shady. I mean, this is a homeowner that would have a $350 to $400 a month bill in the middle of the summer, and they were proposing a $90,000 solar system. Yeah. I did quick math on it, and I said, well, I you won't see a return on that if it saves you. $120 a summer on your cooling bill, uh, you won't see a return on that unless you stay in the house for about another 715 years. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, the, that system should have been significantly less money. Yeah. So, again, if, if you're interested in solar, reach out to Fox Valley at what number? At 623-587-7370. And if you're receiving uh, proposals or inquiries from pushy people, from people you never contacted. Be very, very leery. My Nextdoor app exploded two weeks ago with one particular person that was hitting our neighborhood and was showing up and doing exactly the same tactic, taking a picture, coming back the next day, lying. Well, I'm here because your husband set an appointment. You know, no, no one set an appointment and wouldn't get off the property, wouldn't leave the property. And uh, it's all they're They're not watching out for you. So let's go back to the myths of solar. I, I, I hope I've done what I can to protect our Arizona homeowners from the unscrupulous solar contractors out there. And there's many of them. Uh, let's go back to the myths of solar with the articles driven uh, on for this week. The maintenance of solar. There's not much to it, really. Um, it's, it's, it collects the sun, and it creates the power from the sun, so there's not a lot to it. There's no moving parts. There's nothing to do, necessarily. You can rinse the panels off once in a while. If you have a lot of debris on them, you see obvious debris on them, it would be good to wash them or have somebody wash them. But other than that, there's really not much to do. What would you wash them with? Just so, soap and water. That's it? Mm-hmm. Wow. Just like cleaning glass. What was the solar dam? I'm, I'm, I'm going way on a buddy trail here. Uh, the hailstorm of 2011, 
uh, does Solar have a pretty good? Solar has to have a pretty good record for hailstorms, right? They do. Yeah, I don't know any statistics from that storm, but yeah. uh, you don't see a lot of damage from that. Okay, because boy, it was a record number of air conditioning units and roofs that got replaced for sure. How about what should my return on investment be with solar? That's the exciting part. Your return on investment should be six to eight years in that range, and and a good provider will go over that with you and talk That's to you about it. That's a double-digit return. It's it's huge. That instance you were talking about for yeah. that homeowner, I would just divided her high bill if it saved that amount. Yeah. it'd be a twenty-three year payoff, and that's. That's at ninety thousand dollars. If well, if it saved her three hundred and twenty dollars every single month. Oh, which that was her summer high. Yeah. So in the best case scenario on that situation was a twenty three year, which isn't realistic because obviously the the July bill is your highest. So if you're looking at anything that's over six eight years of return, you probably need to get a second opinion. Yes, there, there's a lot of things that go into it. So you have to have the system sized correctly, and you have to talk to the homeowner about their electricity usage. Some people don't see that return because they will have usage of this many kilowatt hours, get a solar system, and then change their usage patterns. So because <laughs> it's free now, it's free. I, I've I've known of people who leave the door open yeah, while their yeah, air conditioner is right, running because right. they have solar now, and and. Now suddenly they're they they're not getting the return they were looking for, but it's not unlimited power. It's it's just different power source. If you were in that situation, could you add power? Let's say uh, I changed it and I'm using more and I need three more panels. Could you add that to the existing system? Yes, okay. yes. You can you can add up to three, sometimes four panels without having to go back in for permitting, APS or SRP, any of that. If you go more than that, then you have to resubmit. Now, I want to talk about uh, an innovative approach to power consumption that Fox Valley brings that was new to me. You can take a look at a home and consider solar, battery, or generator. I mean, with a Fox Valley system, you could have four different sources Correct. Of power consumption and virtually virtually be grid independent. If if the power goes down, yeah, then that's what you want to be. The the situation that we had in Texas and, and other places recently, if you have a one hour outage, then your situation is one thing. But if you have a two, three, four day outage or several week outage, then your situation is different. So let's say that the outage goes down for one hour a lot of times nothing needs to happen at all. But right. If, but yeah. if you have a, a solar system, your your power will go out uh, normally, in uh, normal circumstances. And the problem is when the power goes out, you don't know if it's a one hour, a That's five true. hour, a <laughs> five day. You hope, you hope it's one hour. Now, now, you just brought up a point that if your power goes out for an hour, the solar won't kick in. Correct. Without certain engineering features added. Correct, because talk your, about that. Well, your solar system is outputting any time the sun's out, so it's tied to the grid because it goes back and forth with the grid. And if the power goes down, by code, your power system shuts down, so it doesn't output into the grid that's that's not working. 
you have people working on that grid. You have electricians and linemen working on that, trying to bring it back up. So where does that electricity go? It just it just stops. Just stops. The and it stops at, at the, the inverter. End. It stops at the inverter. Now, can you install a smart switch to stay on solar at your own home and not backfeed? You can. You can, and we install those. And they call it a smart switch because it's computerized. So it's much like a transfer switch for a generator. When the power goes down, it, it knows that. It switches you off the grid and allows your solar system to continue to produce. And we're going to talk about that in this final segment and all the other ways that you can incorporate the inverter smart switch and the battery backups and power generators and uh, going completely independent should you need uh, to rely on that during, during an outage. All right, we have a lot to cover in this last segment, so we're going to get to as much of it as we can really quick. Caller or texter wants to know uh, about uh, the shade structures. We had taken, taken that call from the gentleman in Mesa uh, that couldn't put it on his the home he was in, but he could build a shade structure to put on. They're looking to do that to create some shade for the south side of their home and put panels on it as well. Do y'all build the shade structures? We don't, but we, we work with several people that do. We um, coordinate all that. We can get prices. We can go over options and different providers. There's uh, some pre-manufactured ones that are available as well. And then they had a follow-up question. Uh, the roof is 23 years old. What should we expect on to, to pay for a new roof before we do this? Well, we're not a roofing contractor. We They said, I just want to ballpark. Well, I'm not even going to ballpark it. But when you guys are looking at roofs to put the solar on, do you have like a age area where you're like, ah, this is... You need a new roof first. We do. And the solar advisor has a lot of information and knowledge on that. And if it's questionable at all, we'll call one of the several roofing people that we work with and bring them out and get a free quote and, and just talk about all the options with the homeowner before installation. On roof quotes, Jennifer and I are getting roof quotes on one of our rental properties. And so I had a couple roofers out and I got five different quotes for five different products. It went from $18,000 to $76,000. All from guys I trust, but it was just a matter of product material. What, what did I want? And I mm-hmm. I wanted that for my frame of reference. You know, okay. Yeah, longevity We're, and all different things yeah. to consider. All right. And coming up in the next uh, couple of weeks, we're actually going to have Johnson Roofing out of Mesa that is going to come in and join us in studio. I was just talking to Tyler yesterday, scheduling his, uh, because we're going to talk specifically product material. Uh, and, and what can you expect? How long does it take for shingles to get delivered? If you're looking for a metal roof, how long does that take? And foam and the supply readiness of, of what's available on the market. So those things come into factor that never have before. Let's get to our caller uh, on the line. Is, is it Alex? Yes. Yes, it is. Can you hear me? Yes, sir. Welcome to the program. Okay, fantastic. Uh, thank you for taking my question. Um, so I was listening to your show back in 2017, and you had one of your uh, solar partners at the time on, and you, you were really highly recommending if you're going to do solar, do it now, because APS is going to change their compensation program. So I got in under that wire, and they installed the system late 17, early 18, and they installed a Solar Edge HD wave. And um, uh, at that time, there was no smart switch available, and um, which I was kind of disappointed 
in because I thought I could keep my energy on when, in a power outage. So, um, and then the other, th- well, that's one thing. Can I get a, a switch? And then the other thing is, is that they recommended at that time that I do not, or I did not use time of use uh, billing, but I used the, the same rate billing. And I'm wondering if, if that was a good decision. And if I change either my billing and or add a switch, will that remove the grandfathering that I've got on and I have to go to whatever they're paying now? Okay. A lot of questions. I'm just going to hit the first one real quick and I'll let Randy answer the rest about uh, jumping in. You know, now is the best time to go solar. Now is the best time to go solar. Well, you know, that was 2017. So you've had five years of benefits of having that solar now have we got additional technology that we didn't have five years ago absolutely will we have more technology in five years we didn't have today absolutely but you get it now you start saving now and that was the point we had made in 2015 and 2012 and 2007 and <laughs> that's correct now as far as the rate plan i know if you switch the rate plan you're going to lose your grandfathering uh, you have to keep that rate plan as far as i understand to keep that that grandfathered in is and the smart switch now we'd have to come out and take a look at things the problem with technology and and different brands and all that is some of it doesn't work with others so we'd have to take a look at your inverter and see if it's possible to put a smart switch with it and batteries and and all that it may have to be replaced the inverter it may not okay um and the information from 2017 has changed a bit i mean if he's grandfathered into net metering, he he ought not change one thing, right? Well, the net you metering can't, you can't beat net metering. The net me- yeah right the uh, the true term net metering right and, exactly. And he possibly at twenty seventeen could be in on a net metering contract. That's correct. Yeah, yeah. if that's the case, yeah, that's that's a good deal. <laughs> that's a great deal. All right. So our our note for this hour is: if you're contemplating solar, please be careful who you're dealing with. Uh, Fox Valley. Electric and Solar is Rosie certified. Uh, we trust Randy to treat you correctly and assess fairly what your needs really are and tell you what a realistic payback could be. How would they reach you, Randy? 623-587-7370. And I wanted to spend this segment talking about the uh, batteries and generators, uh, but we have taken it up with callers, and that's fine because that's what we want to do is make sure we get y'all's questions answered. But, Randy, you joined us by phone last week talking about that. So anybody that's interested in learning more about utilizing batteries and generators and how they can all work together to operate completely independent of the grid should it go down for an extended period of time, you can go check our podcast from last week. Just uh, when you get there, type in Fox for the keyword, and it'll take you right to Randy's segment. Thank you for spending your Saturday morning with us. One more time, the phone My number? My pleasure. 623-587-7370.